Trevin Brazil is heading off to Arkansas, of all places. This one stings, folks. I'm not going to lie, but what does it mean in the small picture for Missouri and the big picture as well? Plus, what are the Tigers going to have to do to compete in this new world of name, image, and likeness? Well, all this and more coming up right now on Locked on Mizzou. You are Locked on Mizzou, your daily podcast on the Missouri Tigers, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, all you true sons and daughters, I'm John Miller, your Mizzou mafioso and the central scrutinizer of Missouri Tigers football and basketball. And today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online, where the game starts. And of course, we got to start this podcast with some bad news. Trevin Brazil has not only entered the transfer portal, he is off officially to Arkansas to play for the Razorbacks of all teams. Yeah, this one stings, folks. There is no doubt about that. And I've already seen some people, Missouri fans online, trying to talk themselves into this not being that big of a deal. Well, I can't say I agree with these takes. On the other hand, I understand the instinct. Listen, as a Chiefs fan, I just went through a whole bunch of stages of emotion and grief trying to deal with the Tyreek Hill thing. I was initially very, very frustrated and angry about the whole thing and eventually ended up talking myself into it being okay. So I get it. This is what we do as fans. We go through emotions, especially to guys that we've become attached to. And unfortunately, I would have liked to have gotten a lot more attached to Trevin Brazil over the, the the coming years, at least one more season at Missouri. Who knows? Maybe he goes off to, to play pro basketball after this next season at Arkansas. Who the heck knows? But to me, a really bitter pill to swallow if you're a Missouri fan because, again, this is one of the guys, if you watched last season, if you were a diehard like me and suffered through the entire 21-22 campaign, that was one of the few bright spots there. And... Here's the thing. I, I guess I could forgive some people if you weren't a diehard, if you if you weren't punishing yourself like I did to watch every single minute of this season. Well, I could forgive you for saying that he's quote all potential and quote our tallest midget, as somebody in my email group said. Again, these are fans I think dealing with a loss, and I understand that. Well, I'm sorry, I just can't share that opinion. Trevin Brazil is not only a talent, he's not all potential, number one. He was already a productive player at Missouri, and I think he got better as the year went along. Again, the last few games, as I pointed out on this podcast, I really thought his aggression with rebounding went up a notch that, to me, showed a level of competitiveness that I wasn't totally sure that was inside of him. You know, a guy who didn't play the first few games of the season was getting his feet wet with the Tigers I don't know. Yes, he has a lot more untapped potential. That part I agree with. But to say that he's all potential, as if Missouri isn't losing a really productive player here, I'm sorry, you're going to be hard-pressed to find another guy with that level of athleticism who can protect the rim, who can also step out and space the floor and knock down a three-point shot at a decent rate for a big guy, too. Those guys don't grow on trees. And for the people who said, well, I, I've even seen some people online 
again, I'm, my point is not to call anybody out here, but I've seen some prominent people online, Mizzou fans, saying that, well, we've got Mohamed Diara now, and he seems like a better version of Trevin Brazil. And you know what? Maybe, maybe somehow Diara will be a better version. Maybe he'll be a better player than Brazil ultimately. But to me, that's just wishful thinking at this point. You can't base that on just some some impressive statistics and impressive highlights from junior college. I think we got to see it first before we start assuming that. Now, obviously, you could say one reason Trevin Brazil decided to transfer is his coach was fired. Conzo Martin is no longer here. So understandable to look around, right? And also, well, landing at Arkansas. Traditionally, Springfield, Missouri, quite a, there's, a, there's an Arkansas presence there fairly close to his hometown, Fayetteville, Arkansas, that is. Well, I get all that. But realistically, I think it all came down to dollars and cents. And if I'm being honest, if I, were to, if I put myself in Trevin Brazil's shoes, if I were in my second semester of college, would I be able to turn down possibly six figures? I, you know, again, I'm completely speculating here, but there's been speculation online already by people like Gabe DeArmond. Gabe DeArmond at Power Mizzou has said, according to people he talks to, this current Arkansas basketball class that Trevin Brazil is essentially joining at this point, well, it's heading up over the million dollar range in terms of name, image, and likeness. And for as much of a turnoff as that might be to some people, well, it sure seems effective because according to 247sports.com, one of the big-time recruiting agencies out there on the internet, well, Eric Musselman has the number two ranked recruiting class in the country. Previous year, they were 85th. Well, they've got, let's see, the according to, again, 24-7, they've got the 6th, 18th, 22nd, best players in the country along with these are all five star three five star players in one class by the way along with three other top 100 players as well that's impressive no doubt about that and by the way I didn't even mention Trevin Brazil so obviously Arkansas is going to have a lot of a lot of young talent next season will be interesting to see how many of those guys all gel together and how many of those guys end up transferring themselves. And by the way, three of those guys in that class are from Arkansas. So just quite a a crop of high school players from that state. So there is that too. Just so happened to be that, well, it was a great year for Arkansas high school basketball and obviously their alums cashed in on the whole thing. And if you're saying, well, it sure seems like Missouri is behind Arkansas right now in terms of name, image, and likeness, I think this is pretty good evidence of that, the fact that they lost out on Trevin Brazil. I also think it's evidence, frankly, that Missouri is a little bit ahead in terms of NIL on the football field than they are on the basketball court. I mean, how else can you explain Missouri securing Luther Burden but losing Trevin Brazil. It seems like one of those guys would have cost a heck of a lot more than the other on the open market to me. So again, from a personal perspective, it's impossible for me to hate on Trevin Brazil for taking what I'm sure was more money than he's ever seen in his very young life. Listen, we can all, most of us can remember either being a freshman in college or being one year out of, removed from high school. We probably weren't rolling in the dough, right? So I think we can all relate to that, how tempting that would be. But just from a fan's perspective, this, 
sucks on about every possible level. And there's just no way to sugarcoat it. So I want to talk more about the fans' perspective and just the bigger picture of what's actually happening in college sports right now. But first, I do want to tell you about our newest sponsor, and that is Athletic Greens. And you know what? I started taking Athletic Greens because, frankly, I started getting really curious about gut health. It's one of those things that, if you're like me, you listen to a lot of podcasts, you hear interesting people, doctors, physicians, scientists, well, a lot of them talk about gut health. It's a kind of a trend these days, right? Well, instead of absorbing you know, dozens and dozens of vitamins and minerals, well, guess what? You're going to absorb it all with Athletic Greens with one delicious scoop in your, in your water in the morning. You're going to be absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food, source superfoods, probiotics, Oh, it's this is all good stuff. Listen, I'm not a doctor, but I'm telling you, I've been taking this product for a little while now, and I can already feel a little bit of a pickup in my energy, and it costs less than $3 a day. If you're investing in your health, it's cheaper than that cold brew habit. I'll, I'll promise you that. And also, you're investing in an all-in-one nutritional insurance Take care of yourself, folks. This stuff is worth it. Your subscription comes with a year's supply of vitamin D, which is so important to add in these winter months when we don't get as much sunlight. I know it's technically the spring, but look outside. Not a lot of sunlight here in Missouri. So to make it easy, guess what? Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase, all you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash college. Again, athleticgreens.com slash college to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. And by Stat Hero, where of course March Madness is winding down. The Final Four is here this weekend, so you still have time to take advantage of Stat Hero's fabulous NCAA single game pick'em contest, which takes the star players of all the big time schools, pitting them against others in an amazing hybrid between daily fantasy and sports gambling. Start focusing on the players where you feel like you have an edge, so take the advantage back from those from those odds makers. Yeah, the heck with those people, right? We want we want to win and Stat Hero helps you do that. The simple sleek gameplay will have you up and rolling in minutes. This is what daily fantasy was truly meant to be. So sign up for free right now at stathero.com slash locked on. Use the promo code locked on for a one hundred percent deposit match. That's stathero.com slash locked on. Promo code locked on for a 100% deposit match. Stathero.com slash locked on. Promo code locked on. Terms and conditions apply. So I just so happened to have the SEC network on in the background in my office the other day. And there was a special sort of behind the scenes of Arkansas basketball happening. And boy, you couldn't help but notice the rather brand new sparkling locker rooms that the hogs were 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 posting up in and you know what i gotta say if you're gonna spend a million dollars on something which reportedly the rumor is arkansas has spent upwards if not more than a million dollars on this latest basketball class 
Well, it seems like a heck of a lot better way to use your money than, frankly, spending it on a glorious new locker room. Let's be real. And apparently, it's working out for Arkansas. And if you think about it, well, if you got the number two ranked class in the country, the last time Missouri had a class that was ranked that highly, well, obviously, that was the Michael Porter Jr. season. And as as poorly as that went on a lot of levels, unfortunately, at least the Porter side of that equation, well, it certainly sold a lot of tickets, didn't it? It certainly upped the interest in Missouri basketball considerably. So that's dollars and cents right there, people. So this probably would be, though, actually a good moment to clarify something on, on the other hand. Even though, obviously, name, image, and likeness, buying players, getting good basketball players in the arena, good football players like Luther Burden on the field, well, that's going to directly lead to increased revenue for the athletic department. Well, just to be clear, and and Gabe DeArmond did a good job of clarifying this on Power Mizzou this morning or perhaps yesterday, the university cannot directly solicit that type of thing. For instance, they can't send out a mass email to their Tiger Scholarship Foundation members like myself and, and members of my family or your family, whoever it might be, and say, hey, hey, you, Tiger Fan X. How about you send us some money so we can get some more players? Wouldn't that be great? Well, that's just that's one of the few things. There's a lot of non-rules happening. What, what are the rules of NIL? Some of it is very unclear. There really aren't a whole lot of rules. Well, apparently one of the rules is the university itself cannot be soliciting or collecting the NIL money. So what's happening out there at places like Arkansas and maybe apparently to a lesser extent places like Missouri where maybe this is just starting to happen, it's what Gabe's calling NIL collectives. So essentially there's a business of some sort, an LLC. I don't exactly know how the legal ramifications are set up here, but essentially you set up a fund a business, an LLC, something, and you can start collecting money for NIL and, well, give them to players like Luther Burden or Trevin Brazil. Again, this is a whole new world. There's no doubt about it. But again, I hate to say it, if you want to keep rooting for Missouri and watching Missouri in this whole new world, well, probably time for us to open up our wallets a little bit. Because what else can we do other than, well, find something else to to watch Find something else to do with our Saturday afternoons and our weekday basketball games and that sort of thing. Because, and and you know what? Just to address that for a second, I can't blame anybody once again for being turned off by especially the transfer portal right now, by the sort of no consequences to go transfer to your supposed SEC rival. I mean, that's where we are in, in college sports now because here's the thing. We can... We can all be for player empowerment and say, hey, they have the right to do that, and that, that's fine and dandy, but that's a little bit different than analyzing how the fans are going to actually react to it. Because if you're like me, say perhaps you're, I'm 39 years old, so when I was a kid, you know, the first team I really, really remember strongly is probably the 89-90 Missouri Tigers. Speaking of a, a freshman that happened to be there for a year and transfer, well, Travis Ford transferred, but he didn't transfer within the Big Eight, and also he had to sit out a year to go to Kentucky as well. Well, what if Doug Smith, as a true freshman, decided to transfer to, say, 
Oklahoma after his freshman year without consequence. I won't say Kansas because Arkansas is not the equivalent of Kansas, but I think Oklahoma is a pretty fair comparison. Now, again, imagine that. Suddenly, Doug Smith, this true freshman, this this giant six foot ten guy who runs like a deer, sounds familiar to Trevin Brazil a little bit, right? Obviously, Doug was a much thicker guy at that age, but regardless, a big, talented six foot ten guy who you basically fall in love with after one year. Well, what if suddenly he's just playing for Billy Tubbs the next season? You're going to tell me that. As a young person like I was, or even a, if maybe you're older and you were 30 at the time, whatever it might be, you're going to tell me that that wouldn't have affected your fandom a little bit, especially as a kid, especially if you're like me. Again, I, I'm emphasizing the kid part because that's when most of us get hooked, right? That's when the hook is set, is when you're very, very young. And fortunately for me, Missouri was not only really good during that time, they had a lot of likable players. A lot of really fun players like, again, Doug Smith, Anthony Peeler, Melvin Booker later on in that era. So, again, as a child, I've used this example before. It was hard for me to wrap my mind around, as a Royals fan, as a Kansas City Chiefs fan, it was hard for me to wrap my mind around the idea that Bo Jackson was playing for my beloved Kansas City Royals one day, but then for the hated Los Angeles Raiders, I almost said Oakland, the hated Los Angeles Raiders the next day, I couldn't wrap my mind around that. So I can't imagine if you have young kids, perhaps you are a young kid who's listening to this. I don't know. Do children listen to podcasts? I doubt it. But if you're a dad, a young dad, a relatively young father like me, and you have maybe a kid who's maybe eight, 10, nine years old, whatever it might be, I'm guessing if they liked Trevin Brazil a lot, this is going to be a tough pill for them to swallow to see him playing for Arkansas next year. And again, Brazil was, whatever you think of him as a player, he was clearly the most exciting guy on the team last year and a guy that I'm sure that the younger generations, the youngsters, are going to gravitate to. So how do we then set the hook with these youngsters, these young Missouri fans that we're going to need to be the next TSF donors, the next name, image, and likeness donors someday when they have a few nickels to rub together. Well, how do we get them to that point if everybody, if it's just all this transitory thing where guys are just switching teams every year? Again, I don't know what the future holds in terms of rules, where this is going to be. Perhaps people will have to sit out in the future. I just don't think that's, personally, I don't think that's going to happen. I don't think that horse is ever going to be put back in the barn because you look at how sort of society is right now. If anybody goes against player empowerment, well, you're basically considered a heretic, especially in the mainstream sports media. So to me, this looks like this is the new world, like it or not. And unfortunately, I just worry a lot about how many young people are really going to buy into this when their heroes are just transitory and going on to the next team and, oh, I guess we'll just root for a whole new group of guys next year. That's not really that fun, number one. And number two, it doesn't build the kind of long-term emotional attachment that you need to have, especially in college sports. And coming up to help prove my point on the transitory nature of, of college sports these days, well, a guy who just showed up in Columbia is already 
on his way back into the portal. I'll tell you about that. But first, I want to tell you about Built Bar, the best tasting protein bar that I've ever experienced. And you know what? I think it'll be by far the best one you've ever experienced, too, because let's be let's be really honest about it. Most protein bars taste like crap. I'm sorry to be so blunt, but it's real. Well, not Built Bars, because they are covered in 100% real chocolate, including their new Puffs variety, the first ever protein-infused marshmallow. So yeah, if you're into that, maybe a fluffy marshmallowy experience, we'll try out the Puffs. But again, I'm more of a traditional Built Bar guy, which as always is high in protein, low carb, low sugar, and low calorie. You can't beat that. They're all delicious. Check them out at Built.com. Use the promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your order. Again, promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. So, Missouri guard, or I suppose I should say now former Missouri guard, Dejuan Gordon has entered the transfer portal. So he, along with Anton Brookshire, Jordan Wilmore, Sean Duru-Gordon, who played sparingly at Missouri for one season. Well, four guys in the portal already. Brazil, obviously gone. Javon Pickett graduated, basically, but he could still wind up somewhere else. You never know. So obviously this Missouri team going to look a heck of a lot different next season. And you know what? Obviously not as disappointing as losing Brazil, losing Gordon, that is. But I thought Dejuan, you know, was a solid player, obviously, his ball handling left a lot to be desired like the rest of our guards, but if he could have just played off the ball more exclusively, not have to worry about dribbling at all, well, he was a good defender, I thought, and shot the ball surprisingly well from three as well. So, you know what? Best of luck to Dejuan in the future. That one definitely doesn't hurt as much as Brazil, to say the least. But at the same time, I thought Dejuan was a, was a solid player for the Tigers last season. And by the way, I just thought it was interesting to note that I received an email just a little bit ago, apparently at Kauffman Stadium this season. It's going to be University Day, Kansas versus Missouri. So on April 16th, Saturday at 310, you can go to Kauffman Stadium. Get a If you purchase a theme ticket, you'll get a Missouri jersey, baseball jersey, it's basically a Royals jersey that's black and gold with Tiger logos on the side. Looks kind of cool, actually, but guess what? You can get a Kansas one as well, if you would like, on the same day. Wow. You want to talk about some possible gang warfare happening at Kauffman Stadium? My goodness. So we're just going to, not only are we going to put a bunch of Missouri and Kansas fans together and get them all liquored up at the ball game, too. We're going to actually put them in their gang colors, too. See, usually Missouri and Kansas fans can get along at Kauffman Stadium because, well, they're all wearing Royals gear. You can't really tell the difference. But now, really, we're just going to gang them up now? This seems like a terrible idea. I know they've done Mizzou Day in the past, Kansas Day in the past, even Nebraska and Kansas State days, but they're always separate. Really, we're going to throw a bunch of Missouri and Kansas fans in there together and see what happens? Oh boy, this could be the 19, what was it, 1960-61 where there was a, a basketball brawl between Missouri and Kansas. Yeah, this could get even uglier than that. <laughs> Stay tuned, that's my prediction. 
And you know what, Tiger fans? Thanks, as always, for joining me on this podcast. I'm your first listen every day. Let's hope so anyway, right? So now make your second listen locked on the NFL Draft with Ryan Tracy and former NFL corner Eric Crocker. They talk about the NFL Draft every day. They've got inside and analysis on all the prospects and the front offices as well. It is free and available wherever you get your podcasts. So once again, thanks for joining me here on Locked on Mizzou. Thanks for telling a friend. I am John Miller, and this has been Locked on Mizzou.